Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Tequila. This is Gen Z. All in lots. Gen Z watches The Handmaid's Tale, The Handmaid's Tale After Show with uh, Jen and Zach. We're here to talk about The Handmaid's Tale Season 5, Episode 3 today. And I hope there are people actually who are watching along with us. <laughs> because it seems there like are. most of the people we open up to, they're like, they're like, oh, I don't know what you're watching about, but I'm happy to see you together. <laughs> I have people watch it. Do you? Okay. Well, but I do read them. comments that say, oh, I don't know anything about what you're talking about, but... But they support us, and we're happy to see you, and we're, we thank right. you for supporting us. Um, I have Barefoot One today, and I feel like just for this chat, I'll open up my Barefoot One. I actually am almost done with it, so I I'm about to... I got some wine. I have to slap the bag and just use the rest of what I got in here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if anybody from Facebook is watching, I'm hoping so, from the Facebook groups, please let us know you're specifically from the Facebook groups, because we're trying to open up to them a little bit. Um, but yeah, overall thoughts of the episode, I guess. When did you watch it? You watched it this morning, didn't you? You said last time, it. you said, I'm not going to watch it in the mornings anymore, because I need to pay attention to it, so I got, I'm going to watch it in the evening. Well, I watched it two and a half times. Hmm. Okay. I watched I watched the first time and then I had to go back and like watch some stuff again because like the the part with Mackenzie and and Nick and the gazebo I didn't understand what they were talking about I, I noticed a lot of people critiquing the episode because it was slower and it was a little bit more boring it was slower but this it was is why just good. as good mm -hmm. it was just as good and this is why it was good right this is the episode that is setting up pieces for the rest of the season we're setting up our players we're setting up our our sort of chessboard here. Um, and then we get a pretty powerful punch right at the end. We we do open sort of like picking up where we left off earlier. And uh, June and Luke have just seen the funeral with Hannah being per used as as a like a little piece of meat that Serena is dangling in front of June. June yeah. uh, Serena's sort of uh, antagonizing June. Yeah, and and she's playing chess. Well, and I noticed, and so this is what I was thinking of last time, but we didn't talk about it really, is the color that Hannah was wearing. And so June is like all thinking about that. That's the only thing she's thinking about is like, what does that color mean? I'm trying to remember what does that color mean? Um, because she is, is up until now, Hannah's been wearing pink, which is just like, you know, right. she's just a, a, a little girl, work, but purple. Um, we learn a little bit later that purple means Hannah is uh in training to become a wife now, which is wild to think about because it means she's not a little girl anymore. She's not protected anymore, you know? She's 12. Yeah. In the but, episode, June says she's 12. Esther's only two years older than that, though, you know? So they're right, going to get right. Hannah out there. And it's right. just wild to think about. So now, I mean, I feel like this is really going to light a fire under June's ass. Like, it might have backfired in Serena's face showing Hannah in that color, you know? Right. Mm. I just... When I was watching today, I went back. One thing we didn't talk about last week was when it showed Serena up high, the yeah. smirk on her face. So going into this episode, let's just remember the smirk that mm. Serena Joy had on her face yeah. when the episode basically and it is it so, is so hard to like serena joy and lydia but like it, it's also so easy to like them at the same time because the actresses are so great that if they do any like good thing i remember throughout this entire series anytime serena or <laughs> right or lydia did anything good i was like yes we're gonna i'm i'm all for this join the resistance i was sure that she was gonna like join the resistance and that's just i don't think that's where we're going with it well there was uh, always these little moments where serena would give just like or appear to have just like this tiny little bit of compassion for June mm -hmm. in at certain times. But yeah. I really don't, I think she probably does, but at the same, yeah, I, I don't know right now. I don't see I, anything I think positive whatsoever. We're just setting up players right now. And, and Moira comes in and has also seen it. And so she right. reveals that there's like another resistance group that she knows about. That's kind of getting messages into Gilead, right? Because she, right. um, Hannah or not Hannah, June wants to contact Nick about Hannah. Um, right. But and June gets like pretty pissed about this that she's been holding back information. But like, what did you expect, June? Uh, th there's there's tons of information that you probably don't know about. There's tons of different groups that like. Right. I'm sure Moira has not laid out all of the information that she has for you, and she even makes it a, a clear point that like, why would I tell you about that? You you come to right. us like this. You're 
reacting in certain ways that is a little frightening to us as your family and your friend that why would I tell you about something like this? Of course I'm not going to, but because this is a now a situation that, that Moira's like, okay, well, we see Hannah, we know that I, we, we have to do something, right? And so she gives her that little piece of information. Um, and they do go out and they, they set out to, I, what, I, I was listening, I was trying to listen for a name for this group and I guess it's just, they don't really have a name, but I also saw somebody, I saw inside well, the said, episode. They said Mayday. Were they Mayday? So that's what I was they unclear about. They said they were Mayday because okay. they said they were Mayday. And then, so June was surprised. There's mm. Mayday in Canada? Yeah. And they were like, there's Mayday everywhere. So, yeah, they said they were Mayday. I guess I misheard that part then because I, I, I thought they knew Mayday or something. So I guess Mayday is just a bunch of different little chips to this, like, bigger bigger puzzle. Well, I guess there was Mayday inside yeah. Gilead that they were working with, but I don't think anybody ever really knew. I mean, we talked about Mayday. We knew it was there, but I don't. I don't know. I don't think we ever really saw the inner workings yeah. of it. And now we're getting a picture of Mayday Canada. It's like it's like a, a whole network. It's sort of like the Underground Railroad, right? It's like mm -hmm. the Underground Railroad was just a network of different people and places and the different things that were working in this resistance. Um, and I think that's what Mayday is supposed to be, I guess. So now, and last time we heard about Mayday was last season, right? And and the, the group that June came upon where was she when she came upon them i don't remember baltimore uh something like that i don't know i think some, she was in was it chicago maybe it was was it chicago i think it was oh goodness I, one thing about this show i will say is it is hard to keep your facts straight and remember all of the pieces that you're being fed throughout the series because one because it's 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 so long between seasons, and two there is just so much information that I do find myself mm -hmm. a little lost sometimes, even though I've been keeping up with it. But I watch and they talk about things sometimes, and I'm like, okay, so where was that? I don't remember what that was like. Like later when Mark and or when Nick and, and Tuella are talking, I'm like, okay, what was the agreement that they had? What was the talk that they had? I had to like really think and remember that. Um, I, I'm struggling a little bit with all of the information that we have. <laughs> Well, that that's why I have to watch some some episodes more than once. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just so because I, I every single time I go back and rewatch an episode, I get more pieces, more pieces, more pieces. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they so do, I did two and a half times today because of that. There you go. Um, we do meet with Lily, who was so Lily again. <laughs> refresh my memory. Lily was helped by June in which way? She said um, that there, well, it was with the trade, the, the trade with the trade Fred. Waterford. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And so Lily's working um, uh, with, with Mayday, I guess. And so she brings mm -hmm. June over there and June is like amazed to see this little, little tiny outpost set up, right? But this like wall of people that they were able to get out and just showing right. June things like that, we already know is putting those seeds into her head, right? Because she kind right. of, I feel like she was doing such great work inside of Gilead. And when she got out, everybody kind of just expected her to be like with her family, right? But I feel like her heart right. was with the resistance still. And I think that honestly is the place for her to be. Um, you need, you need a specific type of person for that resistance fighting. And I think June is exactly that type of person that you need, that she is, valuable to them and so i hope she starts doing a lot more work with the resistance well she's a strong person mm -hmm. and um i think they don't give her enough credit so i think her family and they know she's strong but i think they they feel like she's gonna break at any time but i don't think every single time something happens it just fuels her more well, and, and I think she more. breaks more and more not doing work. Like, sitting and stirring, right. I think, is mm -hmm. worse for her than actually being proactive and getting to do something, you know? But everybody well, expects her to sit. she spent years. Yeah. We have to remember, she spent years trying to figure out how to get her and her children out. Mm -hmm. Her yeah. two children, so um, who had both been stolen from her, and she was able to get one out, and now the other one is... In a purple plum colored dress. I know, which is uh, getting even, ready to go to school to become a wife. And like, when and do so, you, that's when is the crazy. point of no return for Hannah? You know, like, when are we not able to get her out? Right. So, like, 
the time is now. The time is now, and I'm fully on June's side. Let's go in. Let's get Hannah, kidnap her yeah. ass, bring her back to Canada, <laughs> and make her Canadian, eh? You know? Um, <laughs> it's 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 time. Um, we She's pretty much spends the entire episode in this outpost. It's a quieter episode for June, but I, can, I like it that we're gathering information with her, right? They're not making her do a whole lot. They're letting her sit and take things in in a way that is... <laughs> a lot less stressful <laughs> i'm not as well, stressed out by june this episode because there's just a whole lot of other stuff going on yeah i would say this episode was definitely a obviously had june in it and was somewhat about june but i say this episode was more um about serena joy yes it is and when we pick up with serena joy it's like right after the funeral with her and tuello and and she is she can tell that he, like, his, okay, I'm really confused about his feelings. Yeah, me too. Does he have feeling to- feelings towards her, or is he just like, I don't know. It's just, I can't even, like, really tell. I know that she doesn't have feelings for him. She is using him just like she is trying to use Gilead, just like she was trying to use everybody that she can use, right? Right. Um, but he just is, is baffling to me, and it well, makes me not really want to trust him all that much. He allows moments of intimacy. Mm-hmm. There are moments of intimacy between the two of them. And so when we look at them after the funeral, uh, one thing I was a little confused about is, okay, after the funeral and they were talking and she said, you probably need to think about leaving because the Marthas of the hotel are going to report back. And he said, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of um, what people are going to think? Yeah. So does he mean, are you afraid of what people are going to think about me being in here with you or because now you're a widow or me being in here with I you because people the, are going to yeah. think that you're working with me? All of the above, I think. I think it's just kind of like a, I'm surprised he's not more like, I would be shitting my pants a little bit if I were in Gilead, if I was like an outsider in Gilead and I'd right. be like right. watching my back. Um it's very much like the North Korea thing. Did you you remember the guy in North Korea who uh, mm-hmm. I don't know was like like stole a painting or something and they tried him and he spent like so many months in their prison and then they gave him back to the U.S. and he was pretty much comatose until he died. Um, that's yeah. how it feels. That's how Gilead feels to me. Is like I would be watching over my shoulder, but well, he's, he's always standing around uh, smiling. He he's always standing around nothing. smiling, but they never let him in anywhere. You know. No. Um, Commander Lawrence says they don't let spies they go to, in. <laughs> they go to a dinner party. He's first of all, he has to sit in a chair right in the foyer of the of the wake uh, right. last episode, right. and then and then they go to Serena goes to uh, Serena Joy goes to a dinner party at, at Commander Lawrence's house, mm-hmm. and everybody is at this dinner party. It's it's. I thought this was like a secret resistance thing at first when she shows up and everybody starts talking, <laughs> or like a counter resistance maybe. Um, and because who is it? it's it's uh, Nick. His wife, Rose, Commander Lawrence, the McKenzie's. That's it, right? Yeah. McKenzie's, Nick, his wife, Serena, Lawrence. Yeah, I think that's it. And (laughs) poor Tuella's going to walk in. It's so cold, too. It is cold here right now. And Tuella's going to walk in. And Lawrence's like, "Mm, you you sit outside, okay? We don't let spies in. Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? (laughs) You don't come into my house if you're not a Christian. Are you a Scientologist? <laughs> he, yeah, really made I'd be afraid if I was him too. Serena didn't even care. She she just said she said I thought they were going to let you sit inside at least. Well, but also, well, okay, so I'd be afraid too if I was him. But I'm also a little confused, but maybe not so much since I talked through it. Um, how can it be? That Serena tells him, well, I'm not going to go back with you. I'm going to go ahead and stay in Gilead, live my life. This is my home. And he's just like, okay. I think there's something that I was missing as well. Okay. Like I was missing something. And she's a prisoner. It's it's that I thought she was a prisoner. I thought that they were going to give her some sort of like, at first they were going to give her some sort of immunity, right? Or... See, I'm like unraveling well, in my head. She I does don't not have immunity. She okay. does not have immunity. Because she was going to get it for turning him in at first, right? But then they found out that she was involved in, in, in raping June, basically. Right. And being right. an accomplice to all of the, the right. um, uh, crimes against immunity that June experienced. So she, But she didn't get that immunity back at all, right? Well, not that I'm aware of. Because when they go back to Canada, mm-hmm. 
she has to go back into custody, yeah. into her jail. It's so weird, though. I don't like. I I I need to go back and revisit that. So if anybody knows, please. Is like, this what jail is like in Canada? Us. I guess so. I'd love to go. I'd love to go. It's free free room and board. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> um, June's got to pay eighty eight dollars though. You know, um, <laughs> I'm never gonna forget that. That is so fucking funny. Um, and at this dinner party. We we get a lot of moves here at the dinner party because right. Serena goes here as if it, this is like she's the she is a network executive going to do some networking within like whatever. <laughs> she does think that. I think she really does think that. She put herself on a high horse like real quick, real quick after that funeral. She was like, "I got these bitches. The these bitches is my sons." <laughs> well, she's. I mean, she's a creator of Gilead. Yeah. And so on one hand, I think she she thinks that's where she belongs and she has some entitlement because she helped to create it. Um, but I don't know how she wouldn't be afraid to go back to Gilead because I, if I was her, I would be afraid to go back to Gilead. And yeah. did you notice that um, Mackenzie, Commander Mackenzie said to her, said to Serena when she said, you know, he, he got the the burial that he deserved or the you know the, yeah, the service that he deserved that. and Mackenzie was like yeah and but we really wish we could have tried given him, him a fair trial mm-hmm. Lawrence was trying to put that together but they'd have put him um, on they'd put his ass on the wall him yeah. and her would have been on the wall so it's interesting that yeah. she's not there yet but and she was be- afraid when she was in Canada she was afraid to go back her and Fred yeah. were both talking about how they were afraid to go back but see, this is the problem with her. She gets a little bit of power and she gets a little bit, she mm-hmm. gets her way and she thinks mm-hmm. she cannot be touched. It was the same when her, when she went to Canada with Fred, right. had him locked right. up and she thought she had the upper hand in the entire situation, right? right? Like she's constantly struggling to get the upper hand, um, but she doesn't have it and she doesn't realize, she, she may realize she doesn't have it, but she, and she, I guess she just will never stop trying to get it. Um, she wants that power and that is the only thing that is like really driving her right this second. I guess her and that baby, um, and Mackenzie, right. the Mackenzies were dark in this episode. They like really showed the darkness of Mac- the Mackenzies this episode. I thought so too. And I'd never really seen them. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really remember a whole lot about the Mackenzies other than they were Hannah's family, but it, they, they were dark and there was a lot going on. I mean, commander Lawrence, they say something about him remarrying, mm-hmm. um, Mrs. McKenzie, and he says, I don't think I'm going to. And that right there was Serena Joy's way in. It was Serena Joy's way in, but I also think that's something that we need to, we need to watch that space because even though Serena Joy may not marry Lawrence and she still very well could, Uh, right? he's going to marry somebody. Is he going to marry Hannah? Are they going to marry Hannah to him? I know Mm. there's a whole bunch of talk on the message board about what if that happens. Really? I didn't see that. I mean, I've been trying to not read the like spoiler talk because it's just a bunch of, I mean, it's just a bunch of people talking. What if this happens? What if that happens? Oh, Um, the speculation is the the, the best part of the show. (laughs) We never get it right, but it's always fun. Um, But essentially he's going to have to get married or figure out a way to continue being a commander in power because they basically told him, a single man cannot be. And it's McKenzie, Commander McKenzie, yes. who is Hannah's father, basically, right. like in the olden days, coming to him and saying, "Hey, marry my daughter." It's basically what, like the 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 reading between the lines that I got from that. It was the subject. But you know, from that. the McKenzies talked a lot about what a cancer June is, and yes, and how much they don't trust her, and how much they're afraid she's going to come after the family. So I could see Commander McKenzie being just as deceitful and wanting to play chess with June as Serena and then eventually marry Hannah to um, Commander I don't Lawrence. know. I don't know, though. I Oh, yes, yes, yes. I do agree with you there. I agree with you there. But I think maybe this could be... Because we always... We get this back and forth of Lawrence 
constantly, mm-hmm. you know, on the good mm-hmm. side in Gilead, on the good side yeah, in Gilead. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm a little confused about that. But I that. think he's just comfortable with his spot, and he knows what's right and wrong, and he knows, like, if he can do something, he's like, okay. He's very flippant about everything that he does. Yeah. And so, but, like, underneath, we know he's, like, bubbling and thinking, you know? Like, this is right. a co- very complex character, and I think if they do start pushing him to marry Hannah, I think that will be him helping Hannah to get out, and he will get out as well, or die trying. Mm-hmm. That's going to be his like little momentum push for mm-hmm. that whole plot line um, because he's not going to marry Serena Joy. That's not going to happen. Like we've already kind of right. seen that. We'll, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This dinner party. See, is I feel like we just go a million different directions because there's so much to talk about. Yeah. Well, because this dinner party really was a, like they, <laughs> they show up like the mob wives. They have things moment. to talk about. Like I'm having a dinner party with the McKenzie's and Serena Joy. <laughs> and we're going to talk about all of the things that Serena Joy talked about me. You know, <laughs> you'll never talk about my table. husband, Fred. Don't ever talk about Fred again, <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> um, and then we have Rose, uh, Nick's wife, who's kind of sitting mm-hmm. there in the quiet, but mm-hmm. taking everything in. I like I very much clock what she's doing. She's gathering intel and information. And I love her. I think yeah, she's going like to be Rose. such an asset to the show. And I love that they're introducing her like this. Yeah, I like Rose. Somebody said I hope in our she's co- going to be an asset. Did you see somebody in our comments say that Rose was a? Because I was trying to think of who she was. That Rose was mm-hmm. one of the Marthas who, um, I don't know if this is correct or not. I need to go double check. But like Rose was one of the Marthas that Luke or that uh, Nick was used um, to go see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like back in the first season, I think. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, if so, like she was already kind of doing a little bit of like inside work anyway. So a Martha can marry a commander? Which is weird. Or maybe she weird. was a Jezebel. Maybe it wasn't Martha. A Jezebel can marry maybe. a commander? <laughs> I don't know where we're going with the show anymore. This is Gilead. This is Christian. We need... <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to we need to start our rewatch because I feel like that will help us in the current day. Yeah, um, because yeah. I feel like we're doing a lot of callbacks to to prior seasons now. I agree more than we ever have, and I feel like it's going to continue that way. And we need to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we we get the stuff with the McKenzies. The McKenzies are definitely like stamping their foot into the ground and letting everybody know, hey, that the McKenzies are there because they know. That something's afoot and that the people in this room are involved mm-hmm. in it and they're looking mm-hmm. at every single person in this room and they're saying, y'all need to settle your asses down. Stop messing around because I'm mm-hmm. clocking all of y'all, right? Well, I think that Commander McKenzie's very suspicious, I mm-hmm. think, of Nick and Lawrence. Yes. I really think he is. Mm-hmm. And I think he's more, not so suspicious of Serena Joy, but more telling Serena Joy, like, nothing's you're not getting anything you don't Mm -hmm. get anything maybe he's like there to figure out what she wants so that later he can just like pull that rug out from under her um because then so a little bit later we get lawrence and serena joy and serena joy is again trying to make her power moves and you know what yep she's trying to get married for her good for her she was trying to find a baby daddy (laughs) she did say she's she said i would never marry you today but tomorrow Oh, yeah, what's your schedule looking like? Yeah. She's like, you know what, Fred? I didn't really want him to be my baby's dad anyway. He was not. He wasn't a strong man. He wasn't a, a strong man. He's, man to he's be not my a good, baby daddy. Uh, not a good father for my baby, <laughs> Lawrence. You, uh, your wife killed herself, didn't she? <laughs> and and then she's like, I always was fond of her, and he's like, Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't say the same. It was funny because when he we, when so Lawrence when he looked down at the finger and he said, Fred, I shouldn't have done that to you. I thought he was talking about the baby. I was like. <laughs> but no, it was next to the bump i was like oh yeah it was covering the bump she was fr- patting it with her and lawrence her, is like that that he would give a dig like patch. that lawrence is shady lawrence is shady he's got shade he he's shady. like phaedra parks yeah. on the real housewives yeah. of atlanta yeah um uh, but serena joy is really trying to push this because it does make sense right when they were starting to introduce that at the dinner table and then serena joy meets with them i'm like are you freaking kidding me mm-hmm. is this really gonna happen lawrence are you kidding me and i thought it was gonna happen i have to be honest i was duped 
Well, then he was feeling of her belly. And he was like, oh, and she's like, oh, he's really active. Because Serena Joy was very much like, she knows how to put it to him, right? Like, she knows that mm-hmm. Lawrence is, Lawrence has got got to cover his own ass, too. And she's like, she very much plainly put it out for him. This is not a marriage of love. Like, he clearly said in right. there that you're not going to be in power if you don't have a wife and you're not assimilating to this way of life. Right. I also want a little bit of power in this game and I need to be mm-hmm. a commander's wife because I need to remain in Gilead and that's how I'm going to remain in Gilead because right. how is she going to stay in Gilead husbandless you're not that's not your good that's not going to be your life I mean she's fertile apparently do they marry off the 12 year olds can a 12 year old be a commander are they could they do that <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this this whole Gilead thing is a little messed up for me that they could probably go that direction um and Lawrence seems a little bit open to it, but he's, uh, I'm going to find out a little bit later. He is not. He's not. We finally pick up with Aunt Lydia and Janine and Esther. We kind of see their fates. And Esther, <laughs> Esther's alive too. I thought Esther was going to be dead by this episode. Oh, well, she's going to be. There's a lot I have to say she's about gonna Lydia. She's going to get a big punishment. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you. Aunt Lydia's parts in this episode were some of my favorite yeah. parts of the whole episode. She she had me feeling bad for. This is and the I was thing. just talking mess I about like, her. I cannot help but like Serena Joy and Lydia when they do little things I don't like, like this. Serena Joy. Like, no, but if Serena Joy were to say June, let me help you, I'd be like, Yes, we'll let you help her. Yes, we'll do it. I'll do, I'm okay. I love you again, right? It's like I'm very, I'm a simple man. I will I will fall head over heels for these women. Um I just want them to do good things. And then when Lydia does something like this, I'm like, Lydia, Lydia. I know. Cause we remember her her uh behind the scenes or her her backstory, right? Yeah. We kind I of talked it. about it last episode that we did, mm-hmm. and you asked me if I think that she would ever like, like flip sides. Um, Mm -hmm. And I said, no, absolutely not. I don't think so. And now I'm like, I know today when I was in my car thinking about it. And I remember you saying last week, nope, absolutely not. I don't think so. (laughs) Never listen to me. She was promising to God. Yeah. She would do different. Which is a big, like, that's a big thing so janine could just live because she really loves janine she does but and i don't think it's just janine i think she does love the girls i think she is the thing with aunt lydia is that she has a lot of inner turmoil that is clear and we see it and it, it's it's there. That's why she is so aggressive with them. Like she believes right. that this world that they're creating, like she believes that that is God's way. That is what God wants. Um, mm-hmm. And she's trying to shepherd everybody into falling in line because that is what God right. wants. But right. things keep happening that, keep, that, that cause her to question that. And then she hits herself for questioning it. She's like, oh, I, I can't question that. It's just this inner sort of like push-pull tug. You know? Do you think she had to interview to be an aunt? Um, I don't know how she would become an aunt. Do you think? Yeah, how do you be an aunt? Mm. She's like a pretty high up aunt too. For up until now, we've seen Aunt Lydia's uh, inner turmoil, mostly internal. Like we see her kind of wrestling with herself, and we, especially in the backstory episode, like we we see that in her turmoil. But now we're seeing it much more externally, where she is now bargaining with God. And if you're any type of Christian, you know you cannot do that. That doesn't work. Bargaining with God is not a thing you can do. You can't make a deal with God, right? Um, And she's sitting here at this bed. Like that was some of the best acting. That she has done in this show. I thought so too. It is and doubt is is a powerhouse performer. They have some damn good actors in this show. Like they really cast them up. I agree. And I bought it. I bought every single second oh. of it. Crying over Janine slapping. What Esther. did you think of the slap of Esther? So I read it was it, terrible. I read Esther it more as like basically um, half dead and she slaps her. <laughs> I re- I very much read it as, and it's right before she starts bargaining. To <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I, I know I just slapped Esther, but Lord one Jesus, Lord one Jesus, more one more chance, one more chance, okay?" That I'll was good the last time. time, last slap I ever give. <laughs> 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 uh, until Esther wakes up. No, but I read it more as uh, 
slapping herself, like almost hitting herself. Like she's so frustrated with this Maybe. like inner turmoil that she goes and she like, cause I think that's Maybe. why she takes it out on these girls so much as I think she's feeling that, that tug of her heart and head and just like is taking it out on them. And I think part of that bargaining was her being like, I won't, I, I can't do that anymore. God, I will not do that anymore. I will not like abuse these girls. I will like do the right thing, you know? Right. Um, but I, yeah, as I long the, as she's <laughs> handing them to families. I think the question is, where is God telling her to move? Because that's very much what she's listening to. And is she seeing signs that God is wanting to her to flip sides or is God wanting her to continue with this Gilead thing? Right. Because and just be nicer. <laughs> Just don't hit, don't hit the girls anymore. Don't hit them. Don't let them stone put, each other. Put away your zapping stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no more zapping stick. Um, yeah. It's just, I think that's something that we're going to have to keep an eye on for the we'll rest see. of the season. It's like, yeah, what, we'll clues, see next week too. what clues is she seeing, you know? Yeah. Um, and we find out that Janine is not going to, Esther didn't die in this episode, did she? No, she didn't. So Esther's No, it alive. didn't show. It just showed her in the bed. She got knocked mm. out. And then um, we don't know what happened. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> a bra internal brain bleeding is what she has. Lydia favorite. <laughs> yeah, concussion. Um, but Janine does wake up and she is, she, so then, okay, well, you can't bargain with God, but she's now done it. Janine has come right. through. And so what is Lydia thinking with that poor fucking Janine yeah. also? Can we talk about Janine for a second? Poor Janine. She can never we, catches a break. Can we please like send her to the beach? Just like Yeah, she does need a beach vacay <laughs> with her daughter. She Which, by the thing. way, was pretty <sighs> how Miss Putnam one. brought Angela in there. Yeah. Um, and Miss Putnam said some really nice things about Janine. So uh every time any of these sons of bitches give any sort of kindness i'm like oh are you in mayday yeah are we gonna see you yeah. later I, it's she's really not got gonna my give it back yeah she's not gonna give her back she's 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 not gonna give her back it's just um and especially to and i don't want to give miss putnam a bunch of compliments i don't want to because i think if no. janine had had been any other way had displayed any signs of mental illness or anything like she did in the first season mrs putnam right. would be like completely blockading her and like walling, right. walling her family up, you know? Right. But it was like a really good kindness that she did bringing Angela in because mm -hmm. Janine had done that for, for her. I think Janine and we're going to see some sort of Janine Lydia team up. In yeah. some, some way, shape or form, I think I could see that happening. I think um, Lydia is actually absolutely going to keep like an extra special eye no pun intended, on Janine. Um, <laughs> In a lot of ways. <laughs> maybe she'll give her another eye. Like, just let's say, take That's one of mine. terrible. That's awful. Give her her own. Like a, like a kidney donation. <laughs> I don't she think could you donate can do that. Her I don't think that's kidney. something you could do. Why? Sort of after the dinner party, Nick goes outside to Tuello. He's been outside for God knows how long. This whole <laughs> in time. the cold, dark. The cold. Oh my God. Um, with the eyes probably in the bushes, you know. Um, and he goes out there and so Tuello, he, what does he basically, he, say, he says, like, don't tell June about Rose, right? Yeah. Like, he wanna... he just says, I want to be the one to tell her. Because mm -hmm. he knew it was going to kind of, even though she's back with, um, Luke, it's going to kind of be a sucker punch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't um, know. So Nick, uh, and Nick and Tuella have this like conversation about that goes back to the earlier conversation they had about, uh, Nick giving information about Gilead. Cause they really, I guess what they really need like real bad is, 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 um, information on the infrastructure of Gilead and how the inner workings mm -hmm. are and how things work, which is crazy that they want that so bad and that Gilead would allow him in there to kind of like pick up on certain things like that. Right. Right. Like where all of the wives are, you know, what colors they wear, what colors these children wear, what color the handmaids wear, what, you know, mm -hmm. like he's gathering information, even though he's made to sit outside, he's still getting things. Right. Um, and, and, uh, Mackenzie soon comes up behind them and dismisses to a, to, to where now now so back at the awkward. house <laughs> it was so awkward and uh, nick under his breath he was like fuck 
Yeah. Um, and Mackenzie pretty much says. Tells well, he, he talks to him about Rose. Mm-hmm. About how Rose's dad is an old friend of his. Um, yeah. Basically threatens he, him and says, I'll be keeping an eye on you because you right. better not be, you better not be using Rose, you know? Right. Um, right. And it's, it's, I don't know if they are using each other because I, that, that sort of that line about Nick wanting to tell June first about Rose indicates right. that they are together. Right. Then they have like a genuine relationship, but right. how much of that relationship is an actual romance and how much of that relationship is maybe them working together. I and mean, we're just we don't not know. Seeing it yet. Yeah. We'll see if she gets pregnant. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, Serena Joy and, and Tuella back at the, back at the hotel though. He finally gets some heat, some, some sort of, they probably keep his room cold too. They're like, we don't give you heat in your room. <laughs> no blankets. Sorry. We don't have any more towels. <laughs> you have to sleep in the shed outside. Um, but Serena Joy thinks she's some hot shit. And I just cannot. I'm going to stay oh. in my home. I'm not going back. But and mm. and he's like, okay, okay, prisoner, prison. Yeah, okay, like I see you on the plane. We'll hold it for you, right? Like you're coming with us. <laughs> well, he doesn't know he's holding it. <laughs> she gives him a kiss on the cheek, thinking yeah, that she's so, doing. And it was a very something. intimate kind of moment, so it was kind of weird. But it was fake because you see how she kisses his cheek too. She doesn't kiss him. She brushes her lip up against his 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 cheek. She doesn't, there's no kiss there, um, but she thinks that she's got him whipped and I, she, I'm going to give him a little bit more credit. I think that he is very much reading what she's doing and clocking what she's doing. And I hope I'm right about that. Mm-hmm. But he did seem to have genuine concern about her safety. Yeah. So I think there's, I don't know, there's maybe it's just there. all. There's something there because the first time they meet is when she goes to, Canada for some something, right? She goes to see Nicole, mm-hmm. doesn't she? Because Nicole is now a, a, like oh, yeah. a, a big plot point of that. See, these seasons are too far apart, guys. Forgot all too about much that. Of, and so that's how they sort of first meet. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does have genuine concern for her, but I also think he's smarter than he's letting on. And I'm, mm-hmm. I really, 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 truly hope that I am right about that. Um, they so June has been at this like outpost, this this uh, little setup for the resistance for May Day for the entire episode because they've they're going through satellite phones, right? And they're it's basically <laughs> it's basically a chain that they have to like get to the right satellite phone in order to contact Nick. Right. You know? Right. So they finally connect June with Nick and I don't know what did you feel about this whole conversation and this whole scene? Because I felt like I was supposed to be a lot more moved than I actually was. What like what phone? Where did they call him at? His house. He said, don't oh, call here while my wife is here, June. Because <laughs> <laughs> they said it might take a long time to get connected. It did. It took and a whole like, party. They- it took all day. <laughs> I don't, I just didn't understand where they, I mean, did they just dial his number? I think they had to, I don't understand. It's like something, they, they called it a chain. So I'm guessing they had to yeah. go through line by line by line or something. Maybe they just had a phone mm-hmm. book. Does Gilead have a phone book they were just going through? I mean, I don't know. I don't, we don't have a lot of phone books anymore. Oh, but they're old. They probably do. Mm, they're back in the old days now. They're like, we're The gone. Blaine household. Because I also felt strange with everybody calling him Commander Blaine. That's so stupid. This is Blaine. So stupid. I just feel like this was supposed to be that a was really weird moving to me. moment, right? Because I, at this point, I think in the show, I'm way over the love triangle. I'm very much on Luke's side. And I'm like, June, yeah, me either too. be with Luke or don't be with nobody. Or be with somebody yeah. else, right? I don't care about right. the, the June and Nick romance. I really think that if Nick... I really think Nick could have helped her get Hannah out mm-hmm. and he could have got out and they could have been together if he really wanted to do it. I really think that maybe he's trying to take him down. I don't know what he's trying to do because he seems a little bit wishy-washy sometimes to me. Yeah. So this is the thing about Nick, right? Is like, I completely agree with you. I think like he has, he has more power and has had more power throughout this whole show mm-hmm. than he mm-hmm. is able to do for June or that he is willing right. to do for June. Right. Like he, he can do a lot more. And what right. frustrates me to hell about June and I'm a big June defender. I'm a big, like, you know, June's feelings are valid guys. Right. Um, frustrates me to hell about her 
is that she's so soft for him and like softens up. Right. Like she's hard for everybody else. And she gets on the phone and then she's like, oh, Nick, Nick, how are yeah. you? She does her eye flutter. She's like, Nick, how, how are you? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, why, June? Why? What makes you so soft for this man who does not help you? Well, I think he, I think he has helped her. Has, yes. Uh, I th- I'm having a lot of problems in that ear buds. I'm sorry. I think he has helped her and I think he does want to help her. Um, I mean, she's got his child. Yeah. I mean, he's willing to do that for her as the mother of his child, but also, I mean, he brought her a doll from Gilead. I mean, and he, thanks. Some child support would be nice. I know you're a commander now. And June was sure to say, oh, she really likes, Nicole really likes her doll you gave her. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. no more about Nicole. I don't want to hear anything about that little brat anymore. Um, (laughs) So there's this girl named Rose that I'm married to now. Uh, and so oh, the yeah. line. I felt, I felt a little bad for June a little bit. I though. did too, but it's also like, I think she needed to hear it. I think she needed mm-hmm. to hear it. Yeah. She has other things to focus on than a romance right this yeah. second. Um, yeah. And I like that he said, she said, would I like her? And he said, actually, I think you would like her a lot. Yeah. And that also tells me we're going to like Rose a lot too. That Rose is going to be, Rose has some of the June fighting spirit in her. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to see some parallels there. He helps. He does help. And he does help when, when sometimes when he's called upon. There have been, it's like 50 50 because 50% of the time he hasn't come through. Well, he helped he her. Asked. He helped her get Fred. He did, which was a big one. Big get. Mm-hmm. We'll give him the credit. For and him, but. he was having, remember, he was having flashbacks. When he's talking to her on the phone, he was having flashbacks about her. Yeah. I think he loves her too. It's he loves, just he does he does he loves her. They but just can't be together. They can't. can't, can't She's lie. married. They can't, and be he together. is too. <laughs> this is his second wife. He had a wife already. She <laughs> cheated on him, and <laughs> she got thrown in the pool. You remember? <laughs> it's terrible. Don't laugh at that. She drowned. <laughs> <laughs> And she was young. She was. She really liked him. They had to do it through a bed sheet. Do you remember? She was Uh. just terrible. Um, The problem with Nick is he is not doing it, at least from what we see. Again, from what we see, he is not doing anything to upset the, the structure of Gilead or to do anything to take down Gilead. He is very comfortable with his role in Gilead, with how Gilead is running things, and and where he can go in Gilead. He sees a future in Gilead. And I'm screaming at the TV every week, June, this man does, you, this man was, is okay with the system that you were in, right? He only helped you. Did he help her to get out at all? I don't think he really even did. I think he maybe like gave her little (laughs) morsels of attention that helped her, but. No, I think, I think maybe he did. Cause remember also when she was leaving, because there was the many times she was leaving and she would end up not leaving. And then you'd be like. Damn it, June. Um, but there was the one time she was going. And then remember, he walked out mm-hmm. and they had a moment right before she went into Canada. Do you remember? So stupid. I do. I love love. But I, I love, love love too. But I don't love him. I don't love Nick. I like and I, his well, I eyebrows. Like yeah. He's like, she's not trying to think about being with him right now. She's just trying to think about Hannah. She's just trying to think about living life. She's trying to think about Luke. She is. She's not thinking like that. It's just that they did have a bond. It was a they long were time together. Ago. That bond was and, forever ago. But it was a bond and it created their child. They have a child. So she's got a couple of baby daddies. She doesn't even take care of that child. <laughs> she does we don't see 24 7 what I've happens been, over there in canada i have been seeing people say that she's growing poison in the living room oh that could be what her plants are yeah, when she that's rubs what people, that's the what, top of them that's what people are saying like this maybe it's white oleander he's gonna she's gonna white oleander serena serena goes to the council we see serena uh-huh. at the council she and gets summoned to the council serena thinks that she knows 
she's got she's got these men at the palm of her hand, right? And she's like, Lauren summoned me to the council. I'm about to get married. She's I'm gonna be betrothed. <laughs> Serena Joy Lawrence. <laughs> Uh, and she shows up, and Lawrence meets her outside and says, "Hey, I don't know what like, you do think you this think is. Think I was going to marry you? You thought like, I was going to no. be a baby daddy? <laughs> I didn't want children with my wife. I'm not going to have children with you." <laughs> <laughs> and oh she, she, yeah, so she goes before the council, and we get Mackenzie very clear in there, and he's like smirking, mm-hmm. and they all. The thing with this is. She thought she was standing so tall, and they cut her down quick mm-hmm. and humbled mm-hmm. her ass. Mm-hmm. You know, she they reminded her, you are a woman in Gilead, and mm-hmm. you have no power here. It does not matter what you did for Gilead, if you helped create Gilead. None of that matters because you are still a woman. You see this council right. of men? Right. You're not us. Right. Hmm. Yeah, and there's no place here for a woman like you, is what they yeah. said, basically. Yeah, they, Essentially. they do. She doesn't even get to stay in Gilead. There's they don't no say- place here for a woman like you. She's un. She's a single pregnant woman. Uh, Jezebel. You, they she could have married Nick. She, she would have. <laughs> she would have done it. She's like, Nick, Fred always thought of you as a son. <laughs> but we're not blood related <laughs> it's freaking but she gets humbled she gets humbled real fast and they said mm-hmm. yeah you can't even stay in gilead get your ass you back to toronto back. but i love that like, i oh. but i need a budget she tries to do so she just what does that, that, that is what i love about her though um is that i do love that even when She's standing there, and they do cut her down. She she wasn't about to talk back to them. She was smart. She was smart, and she said, she like swallowed swallowed the lump in her throat, and she said, I, I need a staff. I need protection. I need a budget. And they said, I okay. need a staff. I can't take care of me and my baby by myself. I think she meant staff as far as like, uh, uh, like it's a almost like it's almost no, it's like, yeah, it's almost like politics though, right? Like she needs people to help her campaign and all of that because well, that's because what they're running to do. Well, because essentially, essentially, as much as they don't want her there, they definitely want her. Well, because they're they seeing what's going on, on in Canada. Side. They're seeing mm-hmm. the news when she's walking through the group of people who are all holding vigil for her and for Fred, right? And they mm-hmm. they see that they recognize that they know that she can be a valuable mouthpiece. But what they continue to underestimate about Serena, even though they also think they can get ahead of her, she's still going to be able to pull ahead of them a little bit. And I think she's either going to create. They're wanting. I feel like they're wanting her to go over there to try to like turn people over and expand mm-hmm. Gilead but I think she is going to try to use that to her advantage and create her own little thing we have to remember Serena is all about being a powerful figurehead herself right that is what right. she wants so she's going to create something that's most beneficial to herself um and she <laughs> she says the black on the plane so I was like oh you're here and he's like oh they told us to hold it she didn't even say anything she just sat down she said <laughs> she's like so cold to him now she's like that kiss meant he's nothing like, Twello. did you change your mind she probably she's like hmm. yes you know what Toronto is better weather anyway <laughs> it's the same um, cold and, and dark okay now we need to talk about this she shows back up in Toronto, right? She lands. Oh. She has a driver. Um, back at the outpost, somebody tells June that Serena has landed at the at a private airport and that she's back. June mm-hmm. is surprised. She's like, I didn't mm-hmm. think she was coming back. Um, and mm-hmm. so Serena lands. She's got all of these fans, everybody. And as they're leaving the airport, they're driving. And they, yep. they come to like a little, you know how when you exit an airport, there's those little like, I don't know what they are. Little little tiny things where it's only one lane, and there's a car parked there facing them. Mm-hmm. I thought just Serena, they stop because they can't go past the car, and I thought Serena Joy was about to get shot up. I thought they, I thought all well, of these I think women she were would gonna, die, but yeah. I thought something bad was about to happen because there's the car, and she was scared. Mm. Oh. All of a sudden, there's all these people, and and the driver was like, "You really have a lot of supporters," and she's like, "They're just." 
we're spreading the word of God, God's servants. Ugh. And then all of a sudden there's this car and she like the, the look Ugh. of fear in the her face. The look of fear over my face. I was jumping and hot and hooting and hollering. I said, I said what is going to happen here? I thought she yes. was going to like get shot up. I thought it was going to, because I figured she wasn't going to die, right? Like this is going to be the big right. power villain of the right. season. Um, but I was like, right. holy shit, what is going to happen? And I was trying to think of yeah. who was going to be there. I was like, is Moira going to get out of the car with June? Or is it all of them? What is it? And we like linger on it. For the girls with the guns. Oh my the gosh, mafia. the girls with the guns. Because we even glossed over that earlier. Earlier, like that we see they got the guns you know um <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are they are strapped um and it's just quiet and there's no supporters around that's just the driver and serena joy and they're just watching this car facing them and then the shot changes to see like the the door or the window right next to serena joy and june comes up and just <laughs> and i tell you i jumped i did jumped. jump I jumped, I jumped and the voice that and came her out face. of her face yes. twisted. It was angry. It was angry. We that face that was with Nick, that softened face gone. Mm-hmm. She is like right. hardened. She's angry, <laughs> hates women. <laughs> um, yeah, she was just, she ugh. was pissed. I have never seen her that pissed and not even that pissed. Maybe, maybe not even that. So I have never seen her a mixture like that of, of being so pissed and, um, having such resolution on her face as well. Like right. she's there to fuck Serena Joy up. Um, yeah. She was about to pull her out of the hair, car by her I hair. I thought she was going to take gonna, her out of the car. <laughs> so bitch, get out. We're not, not going to jump Take her earrings out. Serena Joy. <laughs> Serena Joy, you're going to touch my daughter. My family. <laughs> you're going to talk about my family. <laughs> Don't you, you ever, touch ever touch my daughter again. <laughs> she... Put your hands on the fucking window. She like hits it. And I was sitting, I jumped. I, I was, and then I like got up. Like I had to like lean forward. And the voice that came out of June, I've never heard mm-hmm. her sound like that before. Mm-hmm. She like, it like got so deep and devilish and satanic. And it like. Mm-hmm. She, it did. It, it really did. Scary. And she didn't just use it once. She said the sentence mm-hmm. twice. The exact same sentence. Exactly. Don't. It was don't touch my daughter again, right? Or don't ever touch my yeah. daughter. Yeah, don't, don't ever, ever touch, touch my daughter again. And Serena Joy couldn't even move for the first one. She's like, she said it again, just like that. And then Serena was like, she like go, drive. And June just like hit, hit the it. car. And June wasn't gonna do nothing, right? Like June right. knew that she was there to. That's the thing, Serena Joy is like you could have an ally in June. I know you could. I know you could work something out with. You've had opportunities to do that, right? Right. She's not here to try to murder your baby. She may say some right. fucked up things sometimes. Right. <laughs> like, let's make your baby handmade. But she's not there to kill you and your baby. She mm-hmm. is there to like look out for her and her herself and her own. Right. She's trying to take down this system that's like really messed up. Um. And Serena just thinks she's like, Serena turned a, a white woman too. She's like, ah, she ah. Serena <laughs> pokes the bear all the time, does all of this horrible shit. And then she's like, oh my gosh, she's crazy. She is crazy. Oh my God. Y'all June. see what I have to deal June. with all the time. June, what did I do to you, June? If, if anybody ever knew what we were all really like when we're around each other, and uh, this is all the time. <laughs> because she, look at her look at her she really turns victim like on the on, on the drop of a hat right she can she can be like oh my god you Twella, you don't know june was just june was crazy she was trying to kill me she had a knife Twella. she had an axe be like you should have stayed in gilead should have stayed oh my gosh it was it was because june gonna wild. get you the ending to it, like, you know, the episode may have been slower. And again, I think it was just setting up pieces to this bigger chessboard. Well, but we have this ending and like June is not to be messed with. Right. Well, the thing is, the two episodes that came out last week. So mm. those were our um, new episodes for, of the season. We're really excited to get them. They packed it full of stuff. This was not a slow episode. It was just a little bit of a darker episode where there just wasn't a whole lot of activity going on. Yeah. 
And so, but we got a lot of information. I we think got people to see are expecting action working. all the time nowadays, which yeah, is so no, weird to me because the like show's that. never been like that. It's like we get our action episodes and we will. Right. But we, we can't your... complain about it because at least we watch it and we like it. There's so many people who won't watch it because they just think it's too dark anyway. But hmm. it, it's just, it just wasn't, I don't know. They weren't rescuing people in a plane. I don't yeah. know. I'm but sorry, it was good. Like, yeah, and they, they threw that rescue... ending in. I, I tell you, the ending is going to be... The uh, best part of the whole... We'll have to rank the endings for the episodes at the end of the season, but I well, think that is one of my and, favorite endings of an episode that they have done so far. Right. So, last episode... or la- Yeah, last episode ended with Serena Joy getting the last word, basically. And yeah, today ended with June getting the last it's word. It's the Serena Joy-June face-off. This, this is where yeah, we are, yeah. right? It's like two mm-hmm. very powerful players who are very powerful in the grand scheme of things as well. Mm-hmm. And and we are seeing this face-off, and we are seeing this this big battle, and it's going to come to a head, and who's going to come out right. on top, you know? But mm-hmm. like that mama bear, June, that, that yeah. you know, don't mess with my kid. Like, well, how even dare Mara, you mess with my kid? Did you, did you hear what Mara said? Um, she's not going to be, she's not going to be a wife. Don't worry, June. She's not going to be a because wife. that's the thing is like we. I guess we could back up a little bit there. Um, when push comes to shove, everybody is like dealing. We've already talked about how everybody sort of deals with their trauma in different ways, and that mm-hmm. it's, they're all kind of butting heads a little bit because they they want June. They just want to shake her and be like, please, just like be here with us, be here. When right. something like this happens, we see everybody and and how they are willing to come out and bat for June as well, right? And Moira will be there, and Moira would also lay her right. life down for, for that kid. Right. Because Moira was in June's life the entire time. That is like, Moira was right. Hannah's family as well, you know, right. just as and much was as in Nicole's. June's life was in June's life before Gilead. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they go back a, a long way. And it's going to be, I, I love moments of togetherness like that, right? I love moments of sol- solidarity and, and where we're like supporting each other instead of just like, mm-hmm. it's really hard to see people attack what she's doing and how she's reacting right. to things. It's really mm-hmm. hard for me to watch that. And I really like when Pete, just the little moments, like the moment in the, in the, the first episode when Twello tells her good job, you know, like yeah. I just need the moments of validation like that. Just the little mm-hmm. bits to, um, to see that. And I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more of it. Again, I just love these little moments where people validate June. And so June says, I'm sorry right. I couldn't help you earlier. And Lily says, um, uh, what was the line? I have it. I have a screenshot. Or actually, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry I couldn't do it early. After Lily tells uh, her who she is, I'm sorry I couldn't do it earlier. Lily and says, essentially... I don't yeah. know how you managed it, getting us out and all those kids. June says, I was lucky. And Lily says, right. women always say that when they've done something extraordinary. Like, hell right. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Somebody's yeah, finally giving her the damn credit. Because, like, right. understand when you like, like, say we were, like, flipping, learning about somebody in history class, right? And learning about the big things they did. And we went through their Wikipedia mm-hmm. page and something like that. Right. June Osborne would be listed with that damn getting all of the kids out on that damn plane and all of the Marthas. Like, and yeah, like, that, would be a underground. Big, that would be a big highlighted point in the big right. resistance move that June has made so far, you know, right. and like one of many moves that she's made so far. And one that was just the biggest one that hit the headlines and was able to go mm-hmm. through so successfully. But like June is a freaking renegade and she it's she time she renegade. deserves her respect. And I just I think. Her path in life is 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 this resistance. I've also th- seen theories that uh, maybe June's mother's alive, Holly's alive, because we've only seen right. her in the colonies. We've never. I don't believe right. we saw her dead. Um, but someone I saw, someone told me, or I read, or something where there was a picture. Mm-hmm. It showed a picture of her dead. I or don't remember if it was picture. her dead again. See that again, like that's information <laughs> I that I feel either. like is just mm-hmm. like like going out of my head. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember her seeing her in the colonies, whether it was dead or alive. I remember she was in the colonies. Um, And if she could have got, like, if they could do that, if they could pull that off, I think that would be, like, such a great plot point, you know? Um, Right. Because her mom was also, like, a big, like, feminist and, you know. Right. um, Right. It's it's like a lineage. I should have brought my feminist cup. Next time I'm (laughs) going to Which one do you have today? Slay all day? Slay Slay all all day. day. There you go. You and your million Um, Ray Dunn mugs. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, I have my view mug. It's just the view. It's all, it's rubbing off. I bought you a mug. You didn't even act excited when I told, sent you a picture. I was excited about it. about it. It's the Halloween one, so I need it during October. I can't, hmm. I am excited to get it. You just got to send it because I'm like, now I'm like, hmm, when am I going to get it? <laughs> it's I'm not sitting even by find my it. coffee pot. It, it's it, on it, my display. It's, it, it's going to go from there to Aaron's room and I'm never going to have it. Okay. It's just going to be gone. Lost to the, lost to the world. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. What did you think about this episode of The Handmaid's Tale? What do you? Where do you think this is going? What are your theories? Do you just like to listen to us talking? You've never seen the show before. <laughs> I have a feeling that next week is gonna. We're gonna have a whole lot more to talk about next week. Mm. I think there's gonna be a lot more going on. Yeah, I think so too. I think we're gonna. Our action's going up here, man. We're we're getting somewhere. Well, because we only have how many episodes? Oh, oh my gosh! What is happening? <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> Serena Joyce said, not today. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So you, just when you think but, Serena Joy, it doesn't have any upper hand. She got all the upper hand, okay? She said, you're not going to, you're not going to besmirch my name. <laughs> all right. Well, you can find us at Coffee and Tequila anywhere if you just search it, um, wherever you're looking to find us. And uh, we will be back next Wednesday for episode four. Bye, guys. Bye.